Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Blog Talk Radio. Beverly D. And thank you for joining me tonight. And I have uh, Robert X. I want to call him Dr. Robert X because he um, he's an excellent researcher. He is out of Chicago, Illinois, and he's very good at breaking down uh, what is really going on in the political world. Uh, he has been researching for years now. Uh, over 20 years or more or so, and he pretty much uh, knows what he's talking about. You don't have to take his word for it. He tells you where uh, he gets his information from. You can go and research the information yourself, and uh, and that's what is so important. That is what we're going to have to do nowadays. We can't just sit and listen to the news media which is controlled uh, by the puppeteers, the people that is behind the scenes. And so we have to learn how to think and open our eyes up for ourselves and our ears. And that's what I see that a lot of, um, of people are doing is, is, is starting to be more and more. But that is what we're doing nowadays. The uh, the news media, the so-called mainstream news media, they they give you what they want to give you. Uh, they they make it now. When you look at uh, the talking heads, it's almost like you're looking at a sports game. It's like you're looking at a football game or a basketball game, and one person is rooting for one team and another person, you know, and it's like we're missing the main point here. You know, we're missing uh, the, the whole object here. So it's like we're being distracted. It's like we're all looking focused on the game, but we're not focusing on what we're really supposed to be focusing on. And I'm noticing that a lot of the people uh, is really realizing that the United States government is not what we all thought that it was. A lot of people, the Moors have been talking about this for years, 
And it seems like more and more people now are starting to realize that we are dealing with a corporation. And 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 these politicians are that comes on and say one thing and go behind closed doors and do something else. And so the more and more people are starting to realize exactly what is going on right here in front of our eyes. So, um, you know, this is where we at at this point. And I'm going to play some music for a minute because I want to pull my guests up, and I'll be right back with you in a minute.
welcome back to the Truth to Power show. Um, I'm waiting on my guest. I'm having a little difficulty pulling him up, so we're going to talk until I can get my guest up here. I'm going to open the lines, and I'm going to talk to Clyde. How are you doing, Clyde? Are you there? Yes, I am. How are you this evening? Good, good. Yes. What is um uh what is your take on what is going on here with this wiki wiki link and and uh the gays in the military uh what is your take on that Well my take on it uh is the gays in the military uh it's uh I would say it's a devolution starting back from the Greek times on forward now I was listening. I, uh, I I heard today, and uh, it's something that you might have come across that say, prior to anywhere. But I'm just going to be broad figures here. Prior to anywhere between the uh, the first century in the Common Era to the fifth century Common Era, the Godhead was a feminine figure. And then when the Greek philosophers started, it changed to masculine. Okay. So that's uh, then you could it could probably be looked on a couple levels. They do they do need more people in the military, and then since there has been, in my opinion, there's been such a relaxation on any of the social taboos that sometimes one might think that there are no social taboos left mm-hmm. that that uh, that are viewed as uh, as a detriment or potential de- detriment to society. Now and perhaps into the future. So that's just something that's been happening. I think it was almost an accelerated pace over the last forty or fifty years. Although it's more things are out in the open now. That's on the negative side. But just on the positive side, what you alluded to, that more people are becoming more aware of certain things that are occurring and happening in the world. And so it's something that possibly, not possibly, I think it's a, it it's 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 in the it's in the universe. So certain things cannot be held back. Now, as far as what WikiLeaks is concerned, uh, because of communication, that in a way has been an equalizer. That's no new thought. It's because you do have people. Uh, uh, this is a uh, this is a private in the army. You do have people that see things that are that are going on, whatever their motivations are, whether it's out of uh, pique or angst or utterly disagreement. Uh, more information is coming out when they see wrongdoings, what, what they perceive to be wrong. And uh, and the uh, and our governmental leaders and so forth, and you've had high-ranking scientists have come out and said certain things, and other and other areas that's leaked out, but it's not done in such a, a a wide and pervasive way. And certain things that have gotten out are only in, in among a certain class of people to read certain publications and so forth, whether it be science or politics. And but the main media. Again, that you alluded to, they don't pick up certain things unless there's a sensationalism about it, and it cannot be right. quashed. For, for example, there was a, I think it was a naval warrant officer maybe 20 years ago that leaked secrets to uh, to uh, uh, I think to Israel, and he's still mm-hmm. in prison. I don't know whether he's in this country or Israel, wherever he is. So I've not really devoted any time to studying or reading about what's happening, but I think that there are only thing I conclude that there are people that number one uh, across the globe. I don't think that the foreign policy of this country is respected nor liked by many people. 
And there are certain people that are pointing up the hypocrisy at, at various and different levels of what uh, of what we're sold and taught as not necessarily what it is. And we could look here, right here in Michigan, at a Roger Moore who exposed certain things. Mm-hmm. So that's, and what was that lady? Uh, remember, they had that lady that was a spy. They made they just made a movie about it. Uh, you know, it's. It's a lot that's going on. She was exposed, and you know, it's just a lot of things oh, uh, behind the scenes. Uh, uh, Valerie Plain or Plain, yeah. Plain rather, a, a CIA agent that was outed. Yeah, I think that yeah, that was yeah. I'm not sure. So that what perhaps might was. be a superficial or incomplete analysis of it, but I've really not devoted that much thought to it. But there's so <clears throat> there's so many things that are coming out where we've been taught to uh, and conditioned to trust our government, that government won't lie to us and so forth. But mm-hmm. we're seeing more and more that the government does lie, starting with the Iraqi mm-hmm. war, how, uh, how evidence was trumped up, mm-hmm. and how the only person, as it's in my opinion, is that had any credibility to go before the world and say that, yes, there were uh, nuclear uh, bombs or capabilities or potentiality of Iraq happened to be Colin Powell. So I that that's that's about all I can say. I don't know whether it's whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, but those were my initial thoughts on it. Oh, okay, okay. And then of well, course the government. Thank you, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Clyde. All right, thank you. Right, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye, bye. Uh, Patricia, are you there? Oh wow! <laughs> I caught you off guard, didn't I? I am. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. I'm waiting on my guest, uh, Robert X, uh, to come on. Um, so w- he's going to discuss uh, the WikiLeaks and and uh, leaks. I mean, and and the government and and have you been keeping up with those issues? Uh, I've heard, uh, yeah, some of it. And uh, one of the things is that this uh, banking uh, the fraud. Uh, foreclosure frauds. I think that's very interesting, and I think this WikiLeaks is going to uh, next year come out uh, information on the banks. And mm-hmm. it's that uh, I heard. Uh, hold on. Oh, can you hear me better now? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. And uh, I was listening to um, a hearing that the judiciary. Uh, committee had, uh, I think this past week, on the foreclosures. And I don't know if you're familiar with Sandra Hines and uh, this attorney, uh, Fluker. They were on the panel. And uh, Sandra Hines was very outspoken and very articulate in how the person that uh, foreclosed on, how it affects them and to what degree. And it was very impressive and then uh, uh, Ms. Fluker and the other uh, attorneys brought out about this, uh, I think it's Mortgage Electronic Registry Service, mm-hmm. and how this particular company have uh, at least 50% of the housing market, the deeds. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so the question was, how and then um how are they formulated? How did they come together and is it a legalized body? 
and it seems that the banks and uh, Fannie Mae, mm-hmm. uh, I think for the last 15 years, put together and got this uh, organization together. And the big fraud in it, and the part that takes me out is we know it's a fraud, and it seems that the legislature seems like they can't do anything about it or won't do anything about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting, and it relates to the banks and uh, how they're stealing the money, just taking the money uh, from the people. So that's one thing I like about this uh, WikiLeaks. Uh, he is bringing out something to make people stand up and look at, and the money that's being spent in the war and the people mm-hmm. that are in control of it. And then we have this so-called, um, well, this recession, economic recession here. And people don't want to give people that's unemployed money, but you're fighting, spending billions of dollars uh, on the war per day. And here's uh, people out of a job uh, through no fault of their own because of outsourcing. Here again, the legislative body don't want to give people money. Uh, $290, I think, per week for unemployment. And I, I just don't understand it. So I'm glad that a lot of this stuff is coming out, and I'm glad that uh, Reed is making the Senate stay there, uh, I, I hope, past, uh, on Christmas Day. Okay. Because <laughs> all of year long, two years, they've been sitting up there doing nothing. All of mm-hmm. these retreats that go on, the days they have off, and steady getting money, and here's people unemployed through no fault of their own, and say you don't want to give these people money. So I, I like uh, uh, WikiLeaks. I think it's very interesting, and I think it's, uh, it's typical of the people that think that they're in control to want to hush up someone that want to bring information to the public that they can look up, and a lot of information you look and say, wow, I thought that all the time. And mm-hmm. now you really see because... Uh, the documentation is coming out, so I, I think uh, it's good. Well, we uh, Robert X and and I look at him as the master researcher, and so uh, he should be able to give us some more insight and information that we're not getting, so we can really see what the big picture is. And, and uh, thank you, Patricia. All right, thank you. Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to pull up my guest, Robert X. Are you there? Hotep, sister. How are you? Hotep. Great to have yes, you uh, on. Uh, pleasure to be on. You know, I got a okay. chance to listen to the last sister, and uh, I heard a little bit of what Brother Clyde was saying. But, uh, okay. Uh, with all due respect to the sister, nothing could be further from the troops. Uh, and that's what that's what we want you to do, to give us the, the insight and to pull the curtains you know, off so we can really see what's going on here. Well, you know, <clears throat> the last time I was on with you, sister, uh, and first let me say this, sister. Um, mm-hmm. I try not to do very many blog talk radio programs because, you know, from my vantage point, it gets you in a situation where you're sitting down and you're listening, uh, but you're really not doing anything. And, and okay. some of us have become personalities uh, because of, of this technology. And I, for one, shunned the whole label of um, personality. 
I think that I tend to operate from a group perspective. I'm just another black person. I'm, I'm no different mm-hmm. than the average black person outside of me doing the research. But mm-hmm. I must congratulate you and thank you again for this year, along with last year, for allowing me the opportunity to come on your program and kind of, you know, give a view that's not often heard out there because many of the people in positions to reveal this kind of information are basically paid off or scared to lose their jobs uh, based on the things that need to be said. So uh, that's very important. And so uh, within that context, uh, WikiLeaks has absolutely no bearing uh, outside of more government control uh, on the lives of everyday people. In fact, uh, WikiLeaks is an organism of the Rothschilds in this continuous fight between uh, monarchistic banking families, if I can use that, of which the mortgage thing was only a part of. You go back and you look at the Bank of International Settlements and some of the things that we revealed on your program almost two years ago, uh, where we told you the origin of these things and how and who set them up for these things to take place. Nothing that's happening globally can be construed as being coincidental. There are no coincidences. Uh, These people are manipulating everything and everybody to, in fact, put in place a global grid of control that exists in every area from our DNA to our movements to iris and retina scanning, which uh, correlates with uh, our ability to move around the country and the planet to uh, the the uh, camera system or CCTV, closed circuit TV, where the police are monitoring everything that you do, everywhere that you go, uh, to now scanning people, again, dealing with your eyeballs and your entire body, uh, where people basically aren't hollering and screaming about these things. We even have computer games now that are being produced, according to Wall Street Journal, uh, that in fact have cameras in the games that are going to be looking at you while you're playing the games and uh, manipulating you through the advertisement that they're going to send you singularly. I mean, these things are happening. No one is discussing these things. And and so for me, uh, as a researcher, I see things somewhat differently in terms of, again, this global grid of control that corresponds uh, with the rising uh, applications of DNA and just what the DNA entails, uh, that there's a corresponding system being put in place to manipulate people's growth in terms of their DNA and abilities that they have within themselves. Uh, that's what's going on, sister. And I know some people can see it, some people can't. But it's there. It's there. If I'm, so go ahead, sister. Well, it just seems like each year is they just lay it on layers on top of layers. I mean, it's like no privacy ever since they put that satellite up in the air, what, about two years ago? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you you used to just had to turn your TV off. Now if the TV is on, they're still looking at you through the cable box and listening to you through your your radio, even though it's off, your telephone is, is uh, they listening to. So what, what is all of this control? Well, let, me, let, me, let me drop it for you like this, sister. I'm going to give you and the listeners the titles of some articles that they can go and get. And if, if I was based in fear, 
I would be frightened by this, but I'm not based in fear. So I don't fear too much on this planet, life or death, uh, real or surreal. I don't have the fear. So I, I basically say what I want, and I'm very well um, conditioned to live with the response, the response of the things that I say. So I don't have that fear. I don't know. I think a lot of people are based in fear, and that basically stops their growth tremendously, and they don't understand yeah. it because they really don't understand uh, what mind control really is. I'm going to give you a classic example, and your, your listeners can begin to hear it. Uh, some time ago, we talked about how they condition people to basically say what they say uh, by way of the media. Uh, and they come up with very cute little sayings, but the people don't understand that they're being conditioned to respond to something else based on those sayings. And one of those sayings was, at the end of the day, it didn't matter which radio station, TV station you turned to, you kept hearing everybody say that. Well, where did that come from? Well, when all of the think tanks who are involved in this stuff, which basically comes out of RAND Corporation, RAND is an acronym for Research and Development. It comes from the RAND Corporation. There's an entire sociological grid uh, based on social work and manipulative people's uh, movements uh, based on uh, this uh, social engineering, if you will, uh, that they have basically created nothing more than mindless drones in terms of the people. They even call you consumers now as opposed to citizens. You don't hear citizen being mentioned no more, and that's because you're becoming a citizen of the world. And a citizen of the world is nothing more in the eyes of the corporate controllers, uh, a consumer. That's what you are. The other saying that you hear quite often outside of, of uh, at the end of the day, is thrown under the bus. Well, where did that come from? If the left wing and the right wing are different, why is the conditioning uh, responses always the same? And it's because both sides are being manipulated through the language, which, again, goes to the heart of growth in you and your DNA, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, because language is the, the most important thing uh, that facilitates growth, uh, particularly to another level of your thinking, which is determined by your DNA, okay? Uh, so you'll hear those things. Now the new phrase is the new normal, the new normal. You hear them all saying that left wing, right wing, don't matter. They're all mindless, mind-controlled drones. And what the new normal uh, is related to is the fact that they're going to condition people to respond to 50-plus million people in this country unemployed all the time, all the time. They call that the new normal. There's nothing normal about uh, a quarter of your population uh, in continuous unemployment, and you putting in place a police state grid to make sure that you had the control system in place everywhere you go. Here's the article, sister. Minority Report. NYPD implementer, or implementer Irish scan technology. Uh, if you like to be frightening, frightened, this is frightening. You can get this from TrueSquad.tv, TrueSquad.tv, December 17, 2010. This one is scientists trick sales into switching identities and just conjure up anything devious in your mind, and this particular article fits it. Uh, this is from yahoonews.com for uh, November 29, 2010. Here's another very major article dealing with the system of a global control. It's called The Total Control Society is Here, Iris Scanners. The Total Control Society is here. 
iris scanners. And this article basically talks about the application of scanning your eyeballs, which leads straight to your pineal gland, which is the thing that governs uh, your thinking, okay, and the production of melanin and, for the, for the sisters, testosterone. So uh, th- these are some of the things. This is how important this is. They ain't just scanning your eyeballs to get a, 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 a fi- uh, something that's relative to a fingerprint. It ain't just for that. This beast doesn't work like that. He has always more than one motive for why he does things. That's from Rutherford.org, R-U-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D.org, okay, for November 15, 2010. Here's one. Is your video game machine watching you? Is your video machine game watching you? Uh, Wall Street Journal, November 11, 2010. Uh, and here's another one dealing with the pharmaceutical industry that we talked about when we dealt with swine flu system on your program, them using the nanotechnology uh, right. inside the vaccines. Uh, this one is from naturalnews.com, uh, Big Pharma to Begin micro- Microchipping Drugs. That's November the 9th, 2010. And notice the proximity of all these articles are within uh, a day or two of each other. Okay? And one, two more this one is November 8, 2010, Controlling Computers with Your Mind. Controlling Computers with Your Mind. The National Institutes of Health, November the 8, 2010. Uh, the last one here is from uh, Reuters. Look out. Your medicine is watching you. Look out. Your medicine is watching you. Uh, dealing with, again, uh, using the chips inside of the medicines to monitor and track people. Are they going to try to get you one way or the other? The date for that article is November the 8th, 2010. And now, sister, those leave me here because I said I was going to do this, uh, but I missed 15 minutes, and, you know, your program, 15 minutes is like two hours. Uh, is that precious to me, okay? Uh, they have – the government has been busted putting implants in people without their knowledge. They finally got busted. And the news media, 90-plus percent of which are controlled by Jews who basically line themselves with this whole Zionist movement, okay, uh, through the manipulation and control of information, which is why you have to rely on alternative resources in most cases. Because even when good stories come out in one region, they'll shut it down in the other regions. So you never get all the news, okay? And that will take us straight to WikiLeaks. Check these articles, four articles or maybe five. Five articles, sisters, about uh, people who are being implanted went to court after they went to the doctors, got the implants, uh, attempted to be removed, but many of the doctors were scared to remove them based on government reprisals. But they did have to testify because the the scans of their brains showed the implants in there. And this people actually won their case. This is the first article, Secretly Forced Brain Implants. Part one, explosive court case. It's from the examiner.com, which is one of the newspapers uh, in the uh, San Francisco Examiner orbit. We've got one here in Chicago as well. Very mainstream, but again, this stuff has been cut off. Uh, mm-hmm. Explosive court case, secret, secretly forced brain implants, August 19, 2010. So these are old articles, okay? Mm-hmm. The second one is. <clears throat> Secretly Forced Brain brain Implants, Part 3, ex-SS-FBI Contractor Defends Targets. 
XSS, FBI contractor defends targets. That's from the examiner, August 26, 2010. Okay? Okay. The next one, secret human RFID implanting, how and why. And there's a video accompanying this article. This is October 19, 2010, from the examiner. October 19, 2010, the examiner. Secretly forced brain implants, part four. Intel expert on the doctors, children, military research. And what they're saying in this particular part of this series is that they put the chips in children who will go in for the various surgeries that they would have, uh, and next thing they know, they got a an implant in them, and they start hearing this ringing and, and, and these kind of various sensations in their heads, and they don't know why, okay? I'll come to find out, these people, and there's many, many more than this one guy that they're highlighting in this series, uh, because there's this guy from the intelligence community uh, who's no longer with them and is attempting to make people aware of what's going on has decided that he's going to be representing uh, these people as a private investigator. So uh, these people have been coming to him in droves. It ain't one person. When you read the articles, right. you're going to see what I mean. This is uh, October, I mean, August 26, 2010, uh, Intel expert on the doctors, children, military research. And the last one is famous chip inventor T.I. reaches out to Quaid's. This particular article is dealing with uh, this uh, inventor who was a part of the chip people, uh, him trying to reach Randy Quaid pointed out a couple of months ago that there's a Hollywood hit team in place who are murdering uh, many of these brand name stars. He mentioned people like Michael Jackson and the Keith Ledger and, and putting people on drugs and all this kind of stuff to take their wealth. And so him and his Ooh. wife ran to Canada, okay, fear for their lives. And the Canadian, and then this government tried to have them extradited back here. Okay, through the uh, court system. Right. Now these are real Hollywood actors, and and uh, and his wife, they scared for their lives. And this particular article has in front of it a truck that's a part of the government slash military industrial complex uh, surveillance uh, system where they've got vans riding around uh, with the scanning technology inside the trucks, scanning people, and scanning automobiles. On the streets today, and, uh, and I saw. Uh, I, I saw, excuse me, but I had. Did you mm -hmm. see that uh, video they had where the guy was showing you that he had this machine and he can walk right past a person and it can scan all the information in your wallet off your Absolutely. credit card? Absolutely, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did see that, and and see that's just the tip of the iceberg, and that's what this stuff points to, but more fundamentally. Somebody is deciding that this should take place, and it's going across governments, Democrats and Republicans. They're all voting for this stuff, okay? Now, why would people who claim to want to be free vote for the people to be enslaved? And the only logical reason that you can come to is that somebody else is controlling what they do. And so that's when you understand how important it is to monitor the movements of the people who control the, this, this uh, apparatus that they call currency. 
currency, which denotes energy. And so you don't have any energy and therefore any relevancy unless you have what they call currency because everything is vibrational slash electromagnetic. Everything. Right. And so they've created a synthetic version of that electromagnetic control grid that they used to call gravity, but now the science is changing. So uh, they're telling you that's electromagnetic, and the entire solar system is electromagnetic. Now I know I'm getting a little bit off the off the subject matter, but it it, it all fits uh, because right. th- again, this is a part of this global system of control that they're t- attempting to put in place with little or no opposition uh, based on keeping people in fear. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on. And what people have to do, I'm going to give you the solution before anybody asks. What people have to do is, one, stop participating in the insanity. Only where you have to participate, participate. Where you don't stop, stop it. That means... This, this, these paid-off people that keep telling us to go to the polls where we see it's totally ineffective, stop. Take a look at what it's doing. All of your major cities are broke. Who did that? Poor people didn't do that. Politicians and rich people did that. They did it. And so the issue becomes not that Obama saved uh, X number of million of people from getting unemployment checks. The issue is uh, you had the 99ers who ain't a part of that mix no more, millions of people who just lost theirs, and you don't see a corresponding uh, conversation taking place on creating millions of jobs so that that's not necessary. And the reason that they're not discussing that is because the term that I mentioned earlier, the new normal. They have said that they are fully uh, uh, prepared to, to make and put in place and keep in place 50 million niggas of all persuasions. I had a white boy this past week at one of our forums, and I let him know that in the 1980s we did what was what we were told was the most popular cable TV program here in Chicago on Chicago Cable Access. Well, we told the white people that based on NAFTA and GATT, the General Agreements on Tariffs and Trade, that they too would be within the realm of the niggas. So we called them niggas on TV back in the 80s, okay? And now they understand uh, what I was talking about, and I told the white boy, I reminded him that we did that back then. How does it feel to be a nigger? Yeah, they're seeing it now. And they're feeling it. And mm-hmm. so it's going to become critical that people band together, form corporate structures, pool your resources, so that you don't have to deal with this beast no more than you have to. And you can even create your own currency, as many municipalities are now doing, to get yourself out of this control system that these people have put in place. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, what about that, uh, not getting off the subject, but the um, bill that they passed, the Senate Bill 510, about we can't even grow our own food, we can't even catch rainwater in the pail. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about, sister. That is mm-hmm. a natural human phenomenon that people would grow food. So now people yeah. have to ask themselves, why would Michelle Obama come out here all last year talking about grow your yeah. own food and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff? And then that, that legislation didn't come out of thin air. It's been there all the time because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which administration you put in office. It's the corporations, according to the Supreme Court, 
who are making mm-hmm. the decisions. Okay, so that's not new. Codex Alimentarius has been in place a long time. This is what I'm talking about in terms of the manipulation and the fact that the corporate structure controls all of the politicians. And the Negro politicians are basically nothing more than the invisible man. Mm. They don't count for anything. We run it around raising hell about one senator. We want one senator. That's insane. You can have ten. Guess who they gonna control them? Here, here it is in a nutshell. And if anybody in the chat room knows where, uh, can prove me wrong, uh, I'll eat my hat in theirs. Show me where a black politician in this country has had the capacity over the last thirty to forty years to implement things to change the condition of black people in his area only. Show me anywhere. No, I haven't seen it in Michigan. That's because we have to understand what this thing is set up for, and it's not set up for people. It's set up for a a corporate power structure. It's just now being given the okay to do whatever it is that you want to do through the Supreme Court. There ain't nothing supreme about that court, nothing, not a damn thing, nothing. And so that's where we find ourselves, sister, okay? How can you prosecute somebody in WikiLeaks who didn't release the information? They took the information to the Jewish publications. They then contacted the United States government, specifically the State Department. The State Department said, hmm, we're going to sit down with all you media sources, and we're going to dictate what we want you to release. We're going to redact everything that we don't want to be released. And so you got the State Department sitting down with the New York Times, the Guardian, Der Spiegel, uh, the major Jewish media internationally uh, to decide uh, what was going to be released and then turn around and call Julian Assange a criminal for, re- for doing what you allowed him to do. Doesn't make sense, does it? No. Julian Assange didn't release the information. Your major media internationally released the information, and then he turned around and released the information that they gave him the okay to release. And what people didn't understand is that Julian Assange, or we call him Ass and G, Mm -hmm. uh, if you break his name down, uh, Julian Assange is, in fact, uh, a dupe, if you will, of the Rothschilds, which, again, goes right back to this same fight that we've been talking about that's taking place at high levels between Rockefeller and Rothschild interests. That's what's going on. You can call it a battle between J.P. Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs if you want now, to deal with it on the banking level. Okay, so we we got... It's, it's really now they the media the mainstream media has us thinking that it is a fight going on with the Democrats and the Republicans, but right. when you go higher up, it's between the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. That is correct. You one is an internationalist. Uh huh. No, I'm just gonna say one. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, and, and and so what we are seeing, what the the media is giving us as far as Washington is concerned, these are the the players or the results that we're seeing from the fight with the Rockefellers and the and the Rothschild. Because you correct. don't have just just Republicans and and Democrats. I mean, you have the Democrats and the Republicans working together on some things and you know, it's not just a clear cut Democrat Republic. And you're seeing that more and more you're seeing that more and more whenever there's some legislation that suits the interests of the uh, money interest, you see Republicans crossing over and reporting uh, supporting Democrat initiatives and you'll see uh, Democrats uh, crossing over to report uh, and it's always the same people. And when you look at those people, uh, you'll know that those people are controlled by those interests. And 99% of those people who keep crossing over, and the uh, media won't tell you anything about it because they're in collusion with it, 99% of them are Jews. You can go and take a look at Olympia Snow, okay, uh, Lieberman, all right, uh, who's the guy that just from Philadelphia, Arlen Spector, he was a major one that's been doing that for years. So it was real easy for these people when they lose uh, on one uh, political side to cross over to the other political side, and that's what you see them doing. Mm-hmm. They lose the support of the Republicans, then they become Democrats. Right. Because they don't control either interest. These people are Zionists, and they're working on that international Zionist agenda, which is really what's going on here. Rothschilds set up the state of Israel, okay? Mm-hmm. He set it up. He set up APAC. Uh, he set up the ADL uh, through the uh, anti through the anti defamation league through B'nai B'rith. Do a Google search on the origins of B'nai B'rith or Rothschild finances B'nai B'rith. That is the mm-hmm. Jewish, the number one Jewish institution. On the planet Okay The number one It basically controls All of the other Zionist Jewish organizations World Jewish Congress APAC, ADL And any number of others They all come from that thing B'nai Bris Okay And so uh, Unless you understand these things And who controls B'nai Bris and then who set up the state of Israel, and how come they're exempt from all the laws that everybody else is supposed to be governed by, and how those people who established the state of Israel signed an agreement with Adolf Hitler to fight on his side during World War II if he allowed Jews to leave Germany to go to Palestine to fulfill the Rothschild plan to create a Middle Eastern, a so-called Middle Eastern, a North African Jewish enclave uh, called Israel, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, they agreed with Hitler. They signed that agreement. That agreement would be later on written about in a book called The Transfer Agreement, written by a Jew named Edwin Black. Go get the book, The Transfer Agreement, written by Edwin, Edwin Black. And those Jews who were allowed to immigrate or to leave Israel, or leave uh, Germany and Europe and go to Israel uh, were, in fact, uh, formed to create a terrorist organization called Ergun, I-R-G-U-N. Google the origins of Ergun. 
And Ergun is, in fact, a Nazi-oriented organization that is, in fact, the heart of Israel. It is the thing that makes it beat. You know it today in the form of Likud. Likud. That's the right wing, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, political organization that now controls the movement of Israel. And uh, because they've, they have so many of their members in government at higher positions of authority in this country, including Rahm Emanuel, who's now running for mayor with Negroes hanging off his ass like he's a, oh, okay. a piece of gold. Oh, okay. It's a shame, sister, because they don't have a clue as to what this beast really is and why he's here. These are the people that gave you Barack Obama. Right. And then start throwing bombs at him the first chance they got. Because they have stated quite clearly in that doctrine that there'll be no black leaders in this country that they don't control. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what they say. And so it becomes critical for people to understand these relationships because they anti you. These are the people that wrote the hate crime laws, yet fought you in terms of the Baki decision back in the 70s, where they were trying to get rid of after they used the civil rights movement once they gained control of it. After they used the civil rights movement, then they want to knock the laws down, so they come up with Baki uh, out on the West Coast, who wanted to get rid of minority set-asides. They used Reagan and his administration to further that ambition, and that's why you saw Reagan had a close alliance with Israel, he should have. They're the ones who are responsible for him getting in office. Mm-hmm. Okay, through using Bush and his connections, but that, that's another story. But you can clearly see, as I'm trying to outline to people, the relationship between the Zionist movement, what happened a uh, hundred years ago almost, and what is going on today. It's all interconnected. And so when people try to tell you that the electoral politics is going to necessarily change things for us, I'd like for them to show me where. The things, the changes that have come about for black people, and everybody else has benefited from it, but yet they still dislike black people. I'm talking about Hispanics, Asians, all of them benefited. And I didn't see one Asian out there marching with Dr. King. Did you, sister? No, I didn't see him. But, but, but they use this thing called integration, integration, which they use to, in fact, bring the Mexicans here, bring the Asians here, and bring everybody else here except for uh, black people. The Haitians got to stay where they're at. Uh, but they use that term for us, but it was really their agenda that they were pushing, and we didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize it at all. And so integration is nothing more than taking your country and, ter- and melting it with mine. Many of our people know it as the North American Union in this particular region. In Europe, it's called the EU, the European Union. It's all integration, and they use the language. That's the language that they were using, but they use us to get there. Mm-hmm. You see? And so this is the, the power of, of organizations like the RAND Corporation, which really stands for Research and Development. That's how you got Skinner, Skinner, B.F. Skinner, who became the call celeb in the university systems uh, because he came up with this idea, which was ran, uh, a RAND organization-oriented called Conditioned Response. Conditioned Response. Create the conditions that what you know would automatically bring about a particular response. Mm-hmm. In the world of politics, that's called 
in science that's called game theory. They call it game theory. But it's the same thing as B.S. Skinner's conditioned response where they put the, 100 rats in a box and put one piece of cheese there, and they knew how they were going to respond when they put all the rats on top of each other like projects. They knew what was going to happen because they had already studied the subject. They had already right. studied it. And so this is the social psychological grid that's in place today. Only uh, back in the 60s, uh, they stopped giving the rats the cheese and they started giving it to black people. And I know a lot of black people out there remember that free cheese that the government was giving us. Yeah. But you didn't understand that you were basically part of the B.F. Skinner uh, psychological experiment of conditioned response. All that comes now, out of the Rand Corporation. Go ahead, sir. Now, we, gotta, we have to figure in the Vatican, too, because um, someone is saying, isn't the Rothschild the banking arm of the Vatican? That is correct. They're all part of this small, elite group of people that control everybody else and give you your political systems because they control the capital. Even when they was telling us that Russia was not a capitalist country, why did they have the ruble? Ain't that Russian capital? Mm-hmm. Ain't that a, a form of, of capital? That's right. Then why did they tell us that Russia wasn't capitalist? Oh, yes, it was. Go back and look at who set up Russia and tell me what their origins is. I'm talking about in terms of uh, uh, their lineage. Tell me if they weren't Jews. And that same system that they put in place there, test model, is going to be put in place here. The same police state apparatus that they had in place there, they put in place here. Can't they pick you up off the street and arrest you anytime they get ready and they got to tell nobody where you are? Right. Now, when I was coming up, they said that, that that's what the KGB did to people. Mm-hmm. Well, now, if they can do that, what that really says is the Constitution is gone. It's null and void. Because this police state grid effectively removes the Constitution, and it's all based on fear. So you really don't have no rights. And I asked well, I the heard, judge. I, I, I heard asked the one judge of the, here. So, go ahead. Okay. I heard one of the senators say that the Constitution was written for uh, white men that own land. It wasn't written for the masses of people. Well, that's absolutely true. There's no question about it. But I tell you what, uh, before the Constitution was written, there was a group of Europeans who felt the same way that that senator did. And it inspired the war that you saw here, where this country basically fought uh, their brothers and sisters, okay, for the right for the people to be included. You see, I understand all of that, and I also understand that the Constitution, uh, relative to democracy, if you listen to them, they will tell you that it is a social experiment it's a capitalist system that you live under. The democracy part is a social experiment, and the people who run this country have never adhered to the so-called Constitution. They're above it, and they still don't. That's why they're putting in place 
legally through the court system, which is as corrupt as they come, okay, and look at the Supreme Court and tell me what ethnic group predominates the Supreme Court. I dare anybody. Go look. And then you tell me who governing your laws. Go look at the people that control the House and the Senate and tell me what ethnic origin they are or right up there uh, with the people that control it, uh, giving the orders. I dare They're you. not Jews, are they? <laughs> and in many cases, they dual citizens. Mm. And their allegiance, their allegiance because their mindset is they are the chosen people, that they are number one, and everybody else on the planet is to serve them. That's the mindset. That's the chosen people mindset. And so black people, and I keep telling black people this, black people are focused on more than anybody else because you got something that everybody else wants, and that's that damn DNA. That black DNA is something else. And we don't even realize what we have. No, we don't, sister. We really don't. Because the problem with black people is that we stuck in this European system of thinking, and we defy anybody and everybody to come along to try to get us out of it. I'm going to show you how insane it is. With all of the murder that this country is doing, Barack Obama killing 50-some people at a time, drop, using robots to drop bombs on people, that's something right out of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Mm-hmm. And the media will rarely even talk about it. You got Blackwater over there getting multi-million, hundreds of million dollar contracts to go in Pakistan and kill people. And the media act like it don't exist. They don't even mention it. They're trying to set up Iran to bomb Iran uh, because the Israel or the Rothschild people are supposed to control all the Arabs. Remember, these are chosen people. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to control all of the Arabs, all of them. And so they're supposed to have nuclear weapons, but nobody else is supposed to have it, at courtesy of uh, the United Snakes. Nobody else is supposed to have them but them. And so this, why, why can't we question these things? Or better yet, sister, why aren't these things being questioned by the people who have been in political uh, positions for 25 to 30 years, but it take a Robert X to come on your radio program and discuss them. Mm-hmm. So, well, somebody no. in the chat room is saying that, you know, uh, most black people want to be white. Well, that's what I so just said. Me- because of their mental, they have that white mentality. We've been trained by them. So, so that's part of the reason why we're not even aware of how important our DNA is. Absolutely. However, uh, you'll, you can't change your DNA. There are certain people and certain certain subject matters that come up on occasion that wake up that DNA. We used to always say inside of every Negro is a little black man screaming to get out. Yes. That yes. was the whole concept behind the spook to step out the door. That's what that's about because they're subject to the same things that we are. But you got to understand that the total social conditioning that's taking place with black people. They condition us to respond to phony stimuli like nobody's business, more than anybody, anybody. Because why would you focus on the poorest people on the planet so much? 
There's no rational, no logical explanation for that other than there must be something that they got that you ain't got. Because mm-hmm. who can we harm outside of ourselves? And that's what we do because we've been conditioned to do that. It works. And unless you understand that you live in a social control grid, if you get up and go to work, you give you give this corporate power structure of things eight hours at your your life, five days a week in most cases, in some cases 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. And that's robotic too. Every day for all your life. And you you accept that as the norm. And the reason that you accept that is because you've been socially conditioned through the educational system to accept that. That's why you do it. And it's no joke. I defy anybody go and read the RAND documents, and you'll see it's all there. It's all there. That's the people that gave you the Internet. That's the people that created the military-industrial complex, the National Security Agency, and all the rest of it. Research and development. And that's why, sister, you keep, and you've been hearing me harp on how important it is to do research and to do development. That's why I talk about corporate structures as the mechanism used to fight this beast to make it become defensive instead of offensive. You have to make them make changes uh, in a defensive structure, in their offensive structure, so that they have to play defense for a change. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to quote Zygmunt Nubazinski in one of his books that he wrote in the middle 90s called Out of Control. He said the greatest threat to world government is urban unrest. And everybody know when they start using that term urban what it means. Right. And they've been dropping that police grid in place ever since. And they do it now without even thinking, sister. And that's where WikiLeaks come in. Let me show you how WikiLeaks started and what WikiLeaks is really all about. How much time we got, sister? Uh, let's see. We got another hour. Okay, well, good, Well, wait good. a minute. Wait a minute. Well, let me see. I came mm-hmm. on the eight. Now, yeah, we have another hour. Okay. Let, let, let's go here. Let me give you the origins of what WikiLeaks is really hiding, okay? okay. Uh, I mentioned APAC earlier. That's the American-Israeli po- Political Action Committee, okay, which is a registered Jewish lobbyist, which is what they're supposed to do, just lobby, okay? Well, we come to find out, and we known through the Anti-Defamation League getting busted, spying on black people for 100 years, monitoring the rise of the black messiah, okay? Looking for anybody that came up, they were sending their people among them to control them. Uh, that's what happened to the civil rights movement. You know, they were spying on Martin King's daddy at the turn of the last century, in the early 1900s. So that's how come they know about DNA, all right? So uh, their sister organization, APAC, which basically controls Washington, D.C., and everybody admits it. That's why they're all ballless when it comes to exposing this stuff. Uh, the head of the foreign uh, policy apparatus inside APAC, Steve Rosen, and uh, another guy, uh, Weissman, I, I forget, Keith Weissman, were busted spying in this country. Now, keep in mind, he's the head of foreign policy inside APAC which means he going giving his information directly to Mossad because that's a lobby organization. Well, the question becomes who they lobbying for, and the answer is Israel. 
And so if they control the Congress, what that really means is Israel controls the Congress. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, they get busted fine. FBI got them dead to rights. Okay. Trial goes on. When it gets ready to come to trial in 2009, Barack Obama, through his Justice Department, decides that they're going to drop the case, and they got them dead to rights, sister. But this guy, Steve Rosen, is pissed off. So what he does is he files a defamation uh, suit against APAC. Okay? So he files that suit. And just when the thing is getting ready to go to trial, WikiLeaks comes into view. The second release. Here's some articles, sister, uh, that talks about that. And one of the things that Steve Rosen mentioned, because they supposedly fired him because he was looking at pornography on his computer. That was the front, okay? Okay. The real, he went on to point out that not only the executive director, who would later resign, of APAC was looking at porn, but damn near everybody in the office, and they was bringing prostitutes in there, having sex with them, inside APAC headquarters. Okay? Wow. And that should surprise no one, because go and pull up pornography and uh, just Google who controls the porn industry in this country. The Exactly. And so when you see Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which is what that little white boy was who they tried to pin the stuff on, the little private inside the military. Mm-hmm. This one okay. guy, they said, Julian Assange gave him all the information, and he was a little gay boy. Right. Okay, matter of fact, Julian Assange looked kind of sweet, too. I don't care if he had them two women. I know too many preachers that swinging the doors on both ways. I think they got a black one down there in Atlanta somewhere, don't they? No, the got busted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, these people, you know, living in the world of revolving doors ain't nothing new. Right. They go both ways. It just just praying that they get some dogs that you can have sex with dogs and cats, so that they they can expand their repertoire. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's why you got this gay thing being pushed so tough, because at the top of this society, that's what you run in through uh, through their secret societies. That's what you find. And you can go back to Rome, you'll find that same thing existing. This is nothing more. Go to Europe, you'll find the same thing. That's why you got pedophiles. Go to the Catholic Church. The higher up you go, the more pedophilia you find. Same thing. Same thing in the Israeli religion. You got deviancy at the very top. And for anybody to subscribe to get to the top in this means that you want to get uh, knee deep. In the field. Here, here's, here's, here's several articles, sister. This is from the Jerusalem Post for October 21st, 2009. Steve Rosen, CIA, FBI, paranoid about Mossad. Okay? That's the Jerusalem Post. Here's another one that deals directly with the trials that's going on. Ex-APAC official threatens to uncover mass spying at Israel lobby. Ex-APAC official threatens to uncover mass spying at Israel lobby. That's November 21st, 2010, raw story. Very reputable uh, Internet website. 
Here's some Washington Post for you. Spy Talk. Spy Talk. The name of the article is Rosen Claims APAC Made Promises in Spy Case. Rosen Claims APAC Made Promises in Spy Case. May 11, 2010, Washington Post. May 11, 2010, Washington Post. And here's another one. Ex-APAC official got at least $670,000 from donors. That's in the spy talk section as well. Uh, Washington Post, November 19th, 2010. November 19th, 2010. All those articles laid the framework uh, and revolve around this one article. And this is from a blog post, okay? It's mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur Zigbignu. Arthur, Z-B-Y-G-N-I-E-W, dot blogspot, dot com, for March 23rd, 2010. Is Israel's secret network into the Obama Oval Office? Israel's secret network into the Obama Oval Office. Now, if you Google Seymour Hersh, you might recall sometime back we talked about and Seymour Hersh and others exposed the fact that Dick Cheney was running a secret hit team uh, that is accountable to no one but him inside the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. That's the neocon Zionist network. Mm-hmm. Well, what about all His the trillions re- of dollars that came up missing? Oh, yeah. But again, all of that comes within this framework, okay, all of it. Because in order for you to have that amount of money, you got to control the telecommunications apparatus where you can't have all that money sitting around your house. Somebody got to put it somewhere. And so you have to look at who controls the telecommunications industry in this country. <laughs> you see? And they told you that. All right? And what you'll find is that the privatization of the intelligence community has basically Zionist influence in the CIA, Zionist influence in the FBI, okay? And basically, through the privatization of the intelligence apparatus, Israel controlling just as much as the CIA does in this country at the highest echelons of government. They just call them neocons to keep from calling them Zionist. But that's what they are, Okay. You read all those articles, and you will see and ask yourself, how come there was no discussion on that? And the answer is because they gave you some wiki, or as they used to say back in the day, some wiki whack. Right. And they got you thinking. Go ahead. This like on September the 10th, uh, I can't think of his name, but he came out and, and told about the missing uh, trillions at the Pentagon. And then the next day on September 11, that's when the missile came through or, the, or the, they blew it up or whatever they did. To uh, You're Pentagon. talking about the guy that was head of security inside the uh, World Trade Center? No, his name is the Pentagon. When they, when oh, they okay. said the the train when they said the plane had flew into the Pentagon, but it didn't. It was either a missile or a bomb. But the, the day before that, they came on the TV and said it was so many trillions of dollars that was missing, 
And then the next day they blew the, the Pentagon up, and we didn't hear anything else about it. Interesting, ain't it? Yeah. Absolutely interesting. <laughs> and I remember that, too. And, yeah. and it just goes it just goes on and on. The thing that's not being discussed, and I forget this, if any of my people in the chat room put the white guy's name who was the head of the military, well, he was in, par, he was in charge of structuring the uh, learning program at the War College. So we're not talking about no lightweight guy here, okay? Uh, this guy was way up there in the military chain of command because he's dictating what they study in terms of war at the war college. I think his name is Sarko, not Sarkozy, Sarko, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, hopefully we'll come across it in some of the articles or somebody in the chat room got it, uh, put that name in there. But anyway, he said point blank, and he's done videos on it. That's why I really wish I could recall his name. Uh, he said point blank that the uh, 9-11 uh, which, by the way, sister, I'm going to be doing a Christmas program this now, weekend on on okay. Brother Dino Dean's show. He said, I have information now, coming well, from well, the highest us, session. Wait, 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 wait. Tell us what okay. time and what day so we can hear you. Yeah, that's Saturday, this Saturday at 5 o'clock my time. Okay, 5, five o'clock. Yeah, yeah okay. we're going to deal with the origins of Christmas okay. and where it come from. Okay. And I All think, right. yeah, because one of the things that we found out that according to the uh, theologians at the highest echelon of the Catholic Church uh, mm-hmm. that Jesus was born on 9-11. Oh, my God. 9 no, Well, not your God. Not your God. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, uh, see, we, already, we, had always, always, we had already come to the conclusion some years back that if you really study this thing, if this – and I distinguish between a person called Jesus as opposed to an invisible entity. Uh, because you got people named Jesus being born today. They may not have the uh, acumen that uh, this prophet supposedly had, just like the prophet Muhammad. Uh, there was, in mm-hmm. fact, a prophet Muhammad. And so it, it just depends on how you see it. But anyway, they come to the conclusion that he was born on 9-11. Some years ago, we said that he would have to have been born in September. So now the people okay. at the highest echelons of the Catholic Church are saying he was born on 9-11. And I said that's appropriate for the Jesus that they worship to have done what they did on 9-11. That's very appropriate. And I, I'll go back and mention that article this Saturday and others. Uh, but anyway. Okay. Uh, well, wait uh, a minute. Now, they put a couple of names in here. This might be what you're looking for. And I cannot mm-hmm. pronounce them, but I will spell it. Uh, okay. P-E-T-E-A-U-S. And then they have another nope. name in here. That's not it. S-A- it starts with an S. Go ahead. Oh, S S A C O S Z like in zebra Y. Is that him? That's him. Okay. He was the head of the military a war college that wrote the the lesson plans that they used to for how they're gonna fight war at the officers level. He pointed out that the information is now getting to the high echelons of the military because many of them were cut out the loop. Okay. Uh, that, in fact, Mossad did the bombing. And that's why you got so many people out here running around wanting for the investigations to be open. And you go back and look at who controlled that whole inquiry board, okay? And I'll be damned if you don't find the Jewish guy that's responsible for what information that the people who sat on the committee got. They first tried to put Henry Kissinger there. And people raised so much hell, they, he resigned. He had to resign immediately. 
okay? But then they put one of the Zionist Jews, and I, his name escapes me as well because that ain't what I'm supposed to talk about. But anyway, uh, again, you can Google who sat over the uh, 9-11, uh, well, I forget, uh, that committee. Well, okay, now, they, this is the, now I might have, this is another one. This is Ge- General S-W-A-R-Z-K-O-P-H. Is that, that him? No, uh-huh. the other one was no, the one. Okay, the other one. Hopefully I'll. Okay. Hopefully, I'll, I'll uh, run into the articles as uh, run into okay. the name as I cite the articles because these articles are really something. But uh, okay. that just goes to show you that this thing is ongoing, but it's at another level. It ain't at the you know the media telling you about two million people uh, on unemployment compensation, but they ain't ain't talking job one. And matter of fact, they signed mm-hmm. in more agreements. Obama just signed another trade agreement with uh, Korea. And he told you, just like Clinton did, it's going to be good for you. And that's because people have to come to grips with the fact that he works for this system uh, that wants to put in place a world government apparatus, and millions upon millions of the world's people have been deemed expendable, period. Period. And everything that they're putting in place, including that uh, S-510 bill, uh, it's all a part of creating that synthetic control system where they can control every single thing that you do, everything. And I'm going to say it again. Somebody has to be behind this because the policies don't change from one president to the next. The only thing that changes is who's going to feed it to you. But when you look in your, your breakfast bowl and your breakfast bowl is full of boo-boo, who you want to feed it to, your Republican or Democrat? Because when you really look at it, you're still eating what? Boo-boo. Right. No matter who feeding right. it to you. So th- that's what we got, and people just refuse to see it, particularly the older people. They don't want to see it. They think that they're really making a change in spite of the fact that no matter where you go in this country, half of the young people in this country, black people, unemployed. Mm-hmm. Or more, because they're always undercounters. They'll tell you almost half. Okay, and then you got those, you got some of those black people who get their jobs because of the politics. Mm-hmm. They love it because that's their jobs. You know, they call it patronage and they call it different things in different places. But it all is tying these people to the political thing because that's how they got their jobs. But now the governments are being privatized. They call it going broke. No, they're being privatized. And that's the move that people have to understand in terms of all of this stuff, Internet included. Okay? Your government is being bought by the corporate power structure. And everywhere you turn, shit is being privatized. The corporations are buying up your government. And every time you pull that lever, understanding that the Democrats and the Republicans are both the same thing in terms of the corporate elite, every time you pull that lever, what you're really saying, whether you like it or not, is I agree with the system. And if you still eating, you probably do. But just wait a minute, because when you get up in the morning, they're going to have some of that boo-boo in your cereal bowl. Then I want you to tell me how much you like it. I guarantee it. This thing 
is going to another level. And it's about absolute total control, what the white people term fascism. That's corporate control of government. That's where we had and That's what Hitler was putting in place. Because there ain't no difference. Again, go back to Israel and look who started it. Ergun worked with Adolf Hitler. Those are the Zionists today. That is a political construct put in place and using the religion of Judaism to even dog out Jews. But that thing was put in place by the Rothschilds, just like this whole WikiLeaks thing, including Julian Assange's lawyer, comes straight out of Rockefeller stable. Of Rockefeller, straight out of Rothschild stable. Now, here's some articles, sister, that I know your listeners will be very, very interested to go and read, and I will suggest that they do. And I know I'm not, I normally read from these, but I'm not going to today because I, I want people to be able to go and get the information, you know, and then they get some time and see the stuff that's really going on. So what I say is unimportant. Here's one from the Intel Hub, intelhub.com. That's I-N-T-E-L-H-U-B.com. The CIA created safe haven for Nazis and Jews. Intel Hub for December 11th. 2010, and this article basically deals with the fact that Hitler signed the agreement called the Transfer Agreement, which allowed for the Jews uh, who left is uh, left the uh, Europe, went to Palestine, changed the name to Israel uh, under the guise of their numbers being added to all those so-called Jews that were murdered. Many of those Jews end up changing their name and moving to Palestine. That's what happened to a lot of them, sister. Mm-hmm. They changed their names. And you'll note, from Hollywood to the neighborhood, these people changed their names at the drop of a hat. Rahm Emanuel is not his real name. That is not his real name. They changed their names like 41 North. You go to Hollywood, first thing they want to do is change your name. And then I want somebody to tell me who controls Hollywood. Right. And, and try to say something. Try to say something about their control and see what happened to you. See what see what they do you like they did the brother on the TV show, but when he pointed out that damn near the whole cast that he was forced to work with was gay. I forget his name, some Washington guy, because I, I don't watch very much TV. But here's another one, sister. Uh, recent admissions that the Israeli lobby, APAC, routinely received masses of classified information makes them the number one suspect for being the source of WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks is based on information that came from the upper echelons, the State Department and the uh, Department of Defense. Both of those institutions are, for the most part, being governed by the Zionists. APAC had firsthand all of that information. They are the ones, this is me saying this, they are the ones who released that information to WikiLeaks. Nobody had more than they had. It's the thing that really makes me know that I know, sister. You can look at mm-hmm. all of the stuff that we've talked about on your show, and I document everything, mm-hmm. and about the fact that the uh, Zionists are behind all these terrorist things that's going on here. No matter where you look, you see them. But somehow they in, they control the telecommunications industry, but yet you didn't see nothing being released, not even when they killed them 10 people over there on that boat and, and uh, mm-hmm. lied about it and got busted lying about it, trying to say people had weapons and all this kind of stuff, and they didn't. They were unarmed. Yeah. Not a word. 
not a single solitary word. All the mass, I mean, all the assassinations that are done of Iranians and, and other Arab leaders, not a word from Wiki. Wiki whack, not a word. Mm-hmm. That lets you know. Uh, this is from Veterans Today, November 27, 2010. Recent admissions that the Israeli lobby, APAC, routinely receives masses of classified information that makes them the number one suspect. And if I'm not mistaken, they too uh, mentioned the Rothschild influence on this guy in this article, okay? Now, WikiLeaks, Assange's lawyer has connections to Rothschild's. WikiLeaks, Assange's lawyer has connections to Rothschild's. That's from wakeupfromyourslumber.com. And I know the people say, man, where do you get that? Just stay tuned because it ain't just this this one. He got it from somewhere else. And you must always check the information. That's what I do. So mm-hmm. I Google the names that, that's in these articles, and sure enough, that's the deal. That's what happens. Uh, it all goes back to Rothschild. Check what they say here. I'm just going to read a little piece from this. Uh, it has emerged recently that Assange is in the U.K. since October, yet they were supposed to be looking for him, sister. So why is this done from the U.K.? Because that is where he is the he is the closest from his masters, the super-powerful dynastic Rothschild banking and Zionist family. Here comes the proof. Assange's lawyer is the prominent Mark Stevens, whose law, whose law firm, Finers Stevens Innocent, or FSI, is legal advisors to the Rothschild Waddington Trust, which is concerned with the maintenance and payment of certain of the outgoings in respect of Waddington Manor which is Rothschild's most prestigious property in the U.K., in terms of in the Vale of uh, Aylesbury, Buckinghamshire. In other words, it's within the compound of the royal family or within that vicinity, okay? Uh, the Waddington Trust Board of Trustees is chaired by the Queen's former private secretary, Lord Fellows, and has three Rothschild family members as trustees, Lord Jacob Rothschild, Lady Rothschild, his wife, and Beth Matilda Rothschild. It is domiciled or located at 14 St. James Place in London, which is also the London address of Lord Jacob Rothschild and his high-profile wealth management business, St. James Place, formerly J. Rothschild Assurance Group. Mark Stevens' law firm, Finer Stevens Innocent, appears to have a strong focus in providing tax avoidance advisory service to the mega-rich uh, customers. So there's one article, sister, but that's a bar. Let's go here. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has close links to The Economist, controlled by the Rothschild banking family. You know, The Economist magazine? Right. That is a, Roth, that is a Rothschild, uh, just like uh, Zionist, just like Fox News and Wall Street Journal and other publications are organs of Rupert Murdoch who is a Likud member, that's right-wing Zionist Israeli political party. He is a member of the Likud in good standing. And he is a Rothschild compatriot. That's Rupert Murdoch. For those of you who want to know who Rupert Murdoch really is, he's an Australian Jew, okay? And his political philosophy is Zionism. That's white supremacy from a Jewish perspective, okay? Uh, this is from Bird Flu 666, 
www.wordpress.com for December 1st, 2010. Bird Flu 666, that's flu666.wordpress.com, okay? WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has close links to the economists controlled by the Rothschild banking family. Here's another one. Who is behind WikiLeaks? This is from signofthetimes.net, S-O-T-T.net. Who is behind WikiLeaks? Uh, this is one of the best articles you will find because it deals with New York Times, Guardian, Der Spiegel, and the Jewish control of all of those applications, brings them back to their connections to trilateral, Council of Foreign Relations, and all those stuff we talked about 30 years ago, uh, and then connects those uh, to Rothschilds and Rockefeller. Hell of a good article, extremely good article, and very, very well documented. So you can go and read the articles that they read, which are mostly very mainstream articles like New York Times and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got to give some of these bloggers credit. Uh, a lot of these guys are on their job. Uh, we're not on ours, sister. Here's a real thick article entitled, uh, the Invisible House of Rothschild, Part 2. The Invisible House of Rothschild, Part 2. Uh, it's from Veterans Today, which I told everybody the last time I was on your show, is an intelligence apparatus. It basically is a part of military intelligence because everybody on that show has intelligence connections. These are the intel people that are fighting against the Zionist control of the CIA and FBI and policing apparatus. Okay, and if you go and Google Gordon's, Gordon Duff's name, you will hear him admit on some of the uh, broadcasts that he's given with other people that he, in fact, has a background in military intelligence, and that's where he gets his information from, like Wayne Madsen and some of the other guys. They have a document in here, in this particular article, uh, my, uh, The Invisible House of Rothschild, My Experiments Confusion. Uh, they have an, uh, a copy of one of the letters written to Lord Rothschild back around the turn of the ninth of the, the last century, uh, where he's basically uh, asking the Germans for permission to create the state of Israel. He financed it. Okay, you wouldn't have no Israel for for the Rothschilds, and so that's how you begin to add up the connections between the neocons, uh, which is the Zionist movement. I don't care if it's Christian Zionist or whatever. Uh, the right-wing church, the right-wing Adolf Hitler, the American Nazi, I mean, the American Nazi Party and the Nazi Party in general, you'll find that they're all interconnected. And that's how come the thing that's being put in place looks just like Nazi Germany. Yeah. Because it's the Nazis that's behind it. Okay? Uh, now, that's what, for, is the, right, what is the uh, uh, Rockefellers? Now, we know the, the Rockefellers. Child side. What is the Rockefellers? What is their fight? What fight? It's a battle going on there. So what yeah, is the Rockefeller Chase, battle? That's Chase I mean, Manhattan what, Bank. Go ahead, sir. No, I mean we, we, we you say that the Rothschild is really the Nazis, and so what is the Rockefellers? They are internationalists. They believe in world government, eugenics. You know, they believe in killing you slowly. Mm. These are the people so that's Obama in charge of putting them. So Obama he works is for them. with the Rockefeller, with the Rockefeller that's right. side. Yeah. 
I got That's you. right. Okay. But he has, he has, and I've said this a thousand times, sometimes I get tired of saying it, he was put in okay. place by certain elements of the Zionist movement, okay, because he could serve to keep the one group of people in place. That's why I mentioned that Zbigniew Zbig Brzezinski mm-hmm. book earlier. The one group of people that they fear, okay, mm-hmm. which is why they disarm us singularly, along with some of the Hispanics in this country, while the white people yeah. have been arming themselves to the teeth for the last hundred yeah. years. They've yeah. been disarming black people. Yeah. And the number two person on the planet in terms of weapon sale is guess who, sister? Israel. Cool. Number number one is the United States. Number two is Israel. Why you think them guns was coming from them Uzis? That that was uh, named after a Israeli general. Where you think the weapons come from? You see? I mean, it's it's when you go and look at the Mexican banking system, what you find is the Jewish Jews control the the Sephardic Jews. Those are the darker Jews. Those are the Mexicans. The governing authority in Mexico. Almost all your recent Mexican presidents. The Sephardic Jews. Mm-hmm. And so, again, what I'm trying to say, the last time I was on your show, I told everybody about Nicolas Sarkozy and the Prime Minister of Britain now. All them are Jews. They Zionists. So that's why I mentioned earlier that they constantly changing their names and hide behind other things. Here's another article, sister. Rothschild Dynasty slams Obama, calls for centrist movement in the U.S. This is from the American Free Press. There ain't no date. Just Google the title. Rothschild Dynasty slams Obama, calls for centrist movement in the U.S. Okay, now I'll give it that this is a so-called one of those freedom-oriented uh, white guys, the American Free Press. But I don't care who the information comes from. I care about the accuracy of the information. And that's why I'm a fool for going to look at the sources, the sorts that they cite to see if it's accurate or not. And 99.9, and I want people to do this with the articles that I'm giving out, you'll find it's absolutely correct. Here's one entitled, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has close links to the economists controlled by the Rothschilds. This is from, again, uh, birdflu666.wordpress for December the 1st, 2010. December 1st, 2010. And so it, it just made me think of this article, sister, all the stuff that I've given you so far. This is one article that I showed to everybody at one of our recent forums, and it kind of summed up where we are two years into the Obama administration, because I've been telling you that that's what the fight has been about, Rockefeller Rothschild. Obama to Netanyahu, quote, unquote, you win. Obama to Netanyahu, quote, unquote, you win. It's written by Alan Hart, who's one of those guys that's connected to that intelligence apparatus at Veterans Today for December the 8th, 2010. December 8, 2010. And what it basically says is, throughout all this fighting that you and I have been talking about that's going on between these two camps, mm-hmm. Barack Obama has basically kissed Benjamin Netanyahu's ass over and over because mm-hmm. he can't fight the Zionist lobby by himself. 
And he thought that by him putting them up there with him that he was going to be able to neutralize them. And, sister, they've been running away from him like he got plagued now. And we talked about that yeah. on the last program I did with you. Right. Let me go back here. But I mentioned earlier that the uh, State Department is very much involved in the redacting and determining what's going to be released in terms of the WikiLeaks documents. Uh, this is from Rents.com, Rents.com. U.S. Department of State cleared the WikiLeaks documents. U.S. Department of State cleared the WikiLeaks documents. Okay? That's from December 9th, 2010, Rents.com. December 9th, 2010, Rents.com. This is from the London Telegraph. Now, they tell you Julian Assange is this beast and all this kind of stuff. Check this headline. Julian Assange wined and dined at U.S. Embassy. Julian Assange wined and dined at U.S. Embassy. It's from the London Telegraph, December 13, 2010. And he went now, there without the person. Uh, now, what a, okay. Now, oh, oh, President Obama, since, okay, he's with the Rockefeller, uh, and his plan didn't work. He, he went in the White House with a plan. So why he don't regroup, why don't he get the DNA that everybody is afraid of and put his group together and battle? He, wouldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, he's not strong enough to do that. No, 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 sister. Uh, what group are you talking about? I'm talking about, you know, he was with the Rockefeller group. I'm looking at right, this yeah, right, right. I, I, like I'm looking right, at a football right. game. So he's with mm-hmm. the Rockefeller group, and they battling the Rothschild, the Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they kind of his plan didn't work. He had a game plan when he was going in the White House. It didn't work, as you say. A lot of those Jews just abandoned him, and you know, basically he's standing there with no help. Why don't he mm-hmm. get and form his own team that with the DNA that everybody is afraid of? You talking about black people? Yes. Well, that's, that was my question earlier. Who's assuming that Barack Obama uh, has entrees into black people? I'm here in Chicago where he comes from. There ain't nothing mm-hmm. black about Barack Obama. never has been. When he was down mm-hmm. at the state of Illinois as a uh, representative, his uh, office mate was a Jewish guy, and they sat there 24 hours, well, not 24 hours, but on a daily basis talking about if he ever, you know, ascended to higher levels in terms of the Senate, what he would do for the state of Israel. This man has no black pedigree at all. Nowhere. And that's why, sister, if you go back and look, and I know people don't like it, but I'm, I'm committed to the truth through proof, and I can prove what I say. Okay? Right. If you go back and look, even before he became the president, who was he dissing singularly? Who, who was he, was he dissing, dissing consistently? He was dissing the blacks, the DNA. He was, he was oh, Exactly. That. Exactly. Who was he dissing since he'd been in office? It's the same thing. He, he hasn't changed his pattern. And that's, the, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. People assume that because he got real light skin and he has a black father that somehow his pedigree is black-oriented, when nothing could be further from the truth, he was raised up in this town under Jewish finance. 
Mm-hmm. Rahm Emanuel and David Axelrod were his handlers hired, well, not Rahm Emanuel as much as David Axelrod, was hired by Cindy Pritzker, one of the leading Zionist uh, Jews, uh, richest people in the state of Illinois and has been, who was one of the first people to get busted in the housing debacle, who controls the uh, credit rating, uh, rating apparatus that basically dictates what you're worth and how much money you can get or if you can get anything, because they'll uh, add those highest interest rates. She runs one of those, one of those Equifax uh, TransUnion, she was one of those. She was one of the major players in financing Barack Obama. And they were going to give her a spot in his administration. I don't think she could have withstood the scrutiny from the number of people who lost their homes based on her being at the beginning of the whole housing debacle. Well, they just made money hand over fist. She, he worked for the Jewish mafia. That's what he worked for in this town. And that's how come he didn't get no black support in this town to begin with. Because there are people who knew, but of course, they scared to say anything. Because they scared to lose their jobs. And that's what's been happening with black people for who knows how long. And, and those of us who do stand up, black people get mad at us for telling the truth. It's, don't get mad at your children for acting like liars uh, when you basically have trained them to be such in a system that's predicated on lies, deceit, hate, and mass murder that's going on as we speak all over the globe. And you call yourself an American. You name yourself after this mass murderer. And you know he's a mass murderer. And his murder has not ceased all my days since I've been on this planet, they've been murdering somebody in somebody's country. And you name yourself after him, and yet you get mad at me and others like me. And I ain't Muslim, Christian. I wouldn't be any of that, none of that. I'm a black man, first and foremost. And I see the thing that's really affecting black people more than anything else. We used to be the conscious of this country, sister. And that consciousness was predicated on the truth of what white people are doing to us. We become more like white people than white people. And that's what one of your callers was saying earlier, somebody in the chat room. Right. But I, I understand the conditioning. That's the difference between me and them. Because I have the capacity to be them, too. I just slipped the conditioning. That's all I did. By re-educating myself. Now, now someone in the chat room wants you to uh, want me to ask you about the link between Obama and Larry Sinclair. Uh, well, you know what? See, uh, with all due respect to those people, I'm not going to go into that homosexual thing. Even I know there are a number oh, of people from okay. Okay. from his church who are involved in that. Uh, I'm like this: unless I have overwhelming evidence. I don't go with it. Okay. That's why I'm giving you all of the articles that I give you. I know about Larry Sinclair, and I know he's a real guy. And, and so uh, I'm going to say this. I can't substantiate it, so I can't go with it. But I do know there has been a number of homosexuals uh, dead from his church. Mm-hmm. Let me put it like that. Mm-hmm. Now, those are real people who died under real strange circumstances. Now, that's a fact. But it's, it's, with Rahm Emanuel and Barack Obama being members of the uh, gay bathhouse on the north side of Chicago, uh, that's out there too. I don't go with it real tough because I can't go and get the documentation that I'm comfortable with. And those are my standards. So if other people want to go and deal with that, you can Google that and you'll find that. 
It's all there. I'm dealing with things that are much more important. I know there's a, that's why I mentioned earlier about this whole gay thing. Why y'all think that they're pushing this homosexual stuff? Yeah, they're pushing it hard. Yeah, and they got all the money and all the prestige. I don't care where you go in this country, pick a major city, go to the money uh, center, and you'll find homosexuality. Yeah. In abundance. Yeah. So I know that there's another thing out there and there's another agenda uh, being predicated uh, out here that this whole thing is predicated on. They don't want to talk about employing uh, 50-some million unemployed people, but they're going to push legislation to make homosexuality legal. Mm-hmm. Give I mean, me a break. People, right. And, I mean, that's all you hear on the news. That's all they were talking about the last few days. And, and I mean, like you say... That's what I mean, sister. That's why it's so important to understand who's dictating what we talk about. Exactly. Who's deciding what gets talked about and what don't. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the little white girl that was hooked up with Julian Assange, one of them, has a long history of working with the CIA. One of the girls that they said that he was he was wicking, mm-hmm. or wicky whacking, it was two of them, and, and one of them, the condom broke. So his wiki leaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's a crime in Sweden to have your wiki leaked. Mm-hmm. And so she has a history of working with the CIA with some of the most dangerous CIA uh, agents in the history of the CIA, them Cubans who have been involved in all kind of stuff over the years. Okay? I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Uh, let me see if I can get you, you, the people some articles on that. But you got another question, sister? Uh, what about uh, Miss Obama, Michelle Obama? Is she she just there, or she is she just there, or what? What's going on with her? Well, you know, as with most as with most women, she's going to basically uh, protect her spouse. Okay, uh, but while here in Chicago, uh, and I'm not going to deal with her whole history, but let's just say that her people were part of the the, the Negro uh, establishment, political establishment here, okay? Mm-hmm. She also worked with one of the other uh, international intelligence uh, uh, law firms. It's an international intelligence law firm. Uh, okay. uh, what's the name of that damn law firm? Uh, Sidley Austin, where okay. Barack Obama, uh, one of his mentors, has a high position there. He's a former judge. Okay, here in the state of Illinois, and a federal judge, as a matter of fact. Uh, mm-hmm. But she worked for that uh, agency, and I understand that there was some uh, problems with her law license based on some of the things that she was involved in. I can't substantiate it, so I'll leave that there, okay? But okay. there is documentation okay. on that. But as, the other thing is she went to the University of Chicago uh, where she basically – uh, was part of the removal of poor black people from the University of Chicago hospital system because they didn't want to serve people who didn't have medical insurance. Mm-hmm. So if you had six bullets in your head, they would send you somewhere else if somebody brought you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, we have 12 minutes left, uh, Robert. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's amazing. So people, I didn't even get a chance to get to the phones. I mean, it was so much information. 
Well, I think, sister, sometimes it's good. I, I, I don't know, you know, if people are really paying attention to, to what I'm talking about here, uh, but sometimes it's good for people to just listen and go back and re-listen and get the right. documents off of the, from the program and look mm-hmm. at them for yourself like this, sister. This is from Raw Story for December the 6th, 2010. Assange rape accuser linked to notorious CIA operative. That's from rawstory.com. Assange rape accuser linked to notorious CIA operative. And this one is from... Um, it's titled, Assange Accuser Worked with CIA-Funded, a CIA-Tied Anti-Castro Group. It's from Fire Dog Lake, which is another, which is another very establishment uh, website, firedoglake.com, for December 4th, 2010. Uh, the stuff, sister, it's just, it's just so much stuff. I, we could do another two hours, and, and I wouldn't finish. That's how much stuff. Here, here's one that I really like to just... Read to people because it, it basically goes to the heart of what we're talking about. Busted is the title of the article. WikiLeaks struck a deal with Israel over cable leaks. Busted. WikiLeaks struck a deal with Israel over cable leaks. December the 8th, 2010, Gordon Duff, Mr. Intelligence himself, VeteransToday.com, December the 8th, 2010. VeteransToday.com, December the 8th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find out about Cass Sunstein, one of Obama's czars, uh, he was the one who introduced uh, Julian Assange to the media in this country. This is December 14, 2010, Cass Sunstein, WikiLeaks and the Public Right to Know. From again, uh, this is by Joe Quinn uh, from Veterans Today, 12-14-2010, 12-14-2010. Cass Sunstein, who basically... He is a closet eugenicist. Okay. Think I'm lying. Just Google Cass Sunstein in eugenics and watch what comes up. You wow. see? Okay. Yeah, it's really crazy, ain't it? So what they it did is, was they really use yeah. they using Julian Assange for a variety of reasons. But the, I think the greatest reason that they're using him and other members of uh, that particular organization has left, uh, who are the founding members of WikiLeaks. Many of them are leaving. Uh, you can go to Cypher, Cypher Punk, C-Y-P-H-E-R-P-U-N-K. It has a list of all of the original members of WikiLeaks. Julian Assange okay. was not one of the original members. John Young from Krypton, who's one of the original members of WikiLeaks, he left and he pointed out that WikiLeaks had become a CIA front. That's John Young from Krypton. They released just as much stuff as WikiLeaks. Okay. From Krypton. That's right. C-R-Y-P-T-O-M-E. Krypton. Okay. So we've done enough, sister, and we put enough information out there tonight for people never, ever to have to ask, or assume that because somebody uh, released something that you think may be advantageous to you, but is in fact hasn't released anything relative to the most dangerous group of people on the planet, you better question every word of it. And that's why we always tell people. It's not the information for me is, is, is it allows me 
to listen to people and don't hear what they say, but more importantly, hear what they don't say. So when I ask so, a city, go ahead, sister. So what I was asking is the information that WikiLeaks is letting out, is it accurate? Uh, how do you know if they're redacting stuff? That's the point. You can have a, a accurate release of information, but the paragraph before it, before which has been redacted or blacked out, okay, that's really the stuff that you should be reading. But you you didn't get that because the State Department and the Jewish media decided that you you ain't supposed to know that. Okay. That's what I'm saying about. It's not what's being said. It's what's not being said. They running a terrorist. We documented every piece of that on your show, sister. How come that ain't in WikiLeaks? There's certainly been conversations about it at the highest levels. If you read some of the stuff that I read and go to some of the sites I sent you, you will see that very high-profile people have talked about these things. But major media ain't going to cover it like they didn't cover the fact that these people were being implanted without their knowledge. Right. That should be on the front page of every newspaper in this country. How many people have the implanted when you go to the hospital and have some kind of surgery where they got to put you under some kind of anesthesia? That's the question. If, if the people are acting crazy, is it because of the implants that they're putting in them? That they're electromagnetically manip- and then electromagnetic manipulation of these people through the implants? That's the question. And with that nanotechnology, uh, I'm even concerned about when you go and they just give you a shot. And now they want to control all the food, and you don't know what's in it because they're telling you. Exactly. They're putting fish heads and, and, and uh, oranges and peaches. And, you know, you said, I used to tell people 20 years ago, sister, in the future when you were to get some black eyed peas, they would wink at you. <laughs> so the next time you focus coming up on New Year's, I know that's a tradition in the black community. When you go get them bag of black eyed peas, Look at the bag to see if they're winking. Right. Because the way things are today, you really don't know what the hell it is that you're eating. And with Bill Gates controlling the vac- the uh, 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 vaccinations, wants to control people right. being vaccinated all over the world, and him also right. having a major hand in gen- genetically modified foods yes. by controlling yes. all the seeds. Yes. And now they're telling you through S510 they don't want you growing nothing. Well, That's Michelle right. Obama didn't run out here and fake a year ago talking about we want the children to grow their own food and community gardens. Right. right. They're politicians. His minister had it right. Black people just chose not to listen to him. Jeremiah Wright. He said he's a politician. He served different interests from mine. Yeah. Y'all better wake up because you ain't got long. 2011, I'm going to start this radio program. It's going to be predicated on putting these corporate structures in place. I'm willing to come anywhere for nothing to aid my people in setting up economic establishments that's going to give us options to what's coming. Options. It ain't 
it ain't the end all be all because all the currency got white people's faces on it. That's their system of worship. It can't be ours, but we must use what's in front of us to deal with what's coming behind us. Well, let me know when you come to to Detroit. Yes, sister, and I'm going to outline, and people can question me every single facet in terms of some of the things that we could do, including using the ideas from black people that other people have been using, getting filthy rich for many years. Let's put our corporate structures in place and and pay for our children's knowledge uh, to be implemented in things that they create, like hip hop, that people that got filthy rich off of, and our people enslaved by it. That's what I'm talking about. And we can do that by creating incubators inside uh, the corporate system so that when our, our brilliant, super smart young people graduate from these colleges and universities, uh, we can further accelerate their thinking uh, inside the corporate structure by setting up them incubators, which would allow for them to use their creative genius to produce that genius. Mm-hmm. And let's go where we need to go. I say to, to, this, to you this, black people, it's time for all of us to come home, period. And when I say come home, I'm talking about going back inside of your DNA to your Akashic record, which is the origin of mankind. And if you understand your DNA and the Akashic record, everything that you once were able to do, you can still do it. just a matter of accessing it at another level, and that's predicated on truth and honesty. Nothing more, nothing less. You must be truthful and honest. If you got to lie, say nothing. Uh, Robert X, uh, how can I get in touch with you? Well, you can email me. I'm on my computer 24 hours a day until they turn it off uh, at mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. And for those people who wanted me to do radio programs, listen, I, I only got so much time. I'm sorry, y'all. I, 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 with much respect, I just can't do all the radio programs. And I'm really media shy whether you want to believe that or not. I really am. I love talking to my people, but I like to talk to my people in a group setting uh, because we need this more than anybody else. And I know them other folk listening because they've been monitoring my stuff like nobody's business, stopping me from oh, getting yeah. mail and all kind of stuff. Well, they're definitely listening. Oh, yeah. Well, Robert X, we're down to one minute. And you know that I appreciate you and I thank you for coming on and give, giving us this knowledge so we can fully understand what is going on. Well, I appreciate you, sister, and that's why I opened up the show with telling you, that, and I'll leave people with this as on a birthday note. Uh, it's exactly 44 years for Monica Lewinsky, how time flies. It seems like only yesterday uh, that she was on her knees crawling around looking for something to put in her mouth. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Monica Lewinsky, Jewish spy. Wow. Sent there by the same people to set up Bill Clinton, who later on said that Barack Obama is fighting the same right-wing conspiracy theorists, mm-hmm. uh, conspiracy that he was. And he was talking yeah. about them Zionists. Yeah. Wow. Well, again, uh, Robert X, thank you, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you, sister. And you're going okay. to grow like nobody's business this, this year, in 2011, sister. Well, well th- I accept. I accept. Hotel. Thank, thank you, sister. You. Hotel. Okay. Until next week, uh, I'll be back. So go and do your own research, like Robert X says, research, and open your eyes and see what is going on. Thank you for listening. Until.
until next Sunday, next Monday and Sunday. Peace and love. Flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at penfed.org/autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You've counted down the seconds. Now make every second count for you. University of Maryland Global Campus will help you wave goodbye to 2020 and say hello to a new year where you take the next step in your education. Whether you want to study business, cybersecurity, healthcare, or IT, University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Apply by January 31st and we'll waive your application fee. Learn online. Visit umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.